This is Bobby Blackcraft. And this is producer Jake. And you're listening to The Witching Hour. Tomorrow, remember, this is my country and I'm going to do good for it. God bless America. Um, no, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a new, it's a, this is, I think podcast live and doing Twitch live and doing all these live things is, is so interesting because you never know what you're going to say and you get in trouble for so <laughs> stressed out at all, to, at all times. It's cool. Cause there's a band here that drove all the way in from Michigan. Heartsick here. Heartsick. Yeah. Let's make some noise for Heartsick. Hey, you know, what's nice is we don't have to have the clap track in our, so we don't actually have a pause in our show because we're not funny. Um, True. So Jake gets to put the applause in, which is which is uh, which is great. It's making so, your life easier. Yeah, so I don't, don't got to use it this time. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Jake, I, it's weird because I'm usually in front of my computer. I can see Jake right here in front of me, and I can't see him. He's, I want to look over there. I see him because he's my crutch. Jake is my crutch. Look at his mullet. Can you, you. can you come up here and show everyone no, your mullet? No, I'm not coming up. I want everyone to rate your mullet. Come on. Not we have to do, come on. do a, a full. He has come on. to do uh, uh, I feel like PA's the spot. They know mullets. Come on, Jake. Jake, do you have a camera on yourself today? Uh, I, I have it, but I don't have it on. Oh, what? Can it's you too early. Can too you turn early? it on? So, I mean, you know, people in the chat and people here, I mean, we, we, we wanted to do something special. We wanted to, you know, not only just put a table on a de- on a, on a, on a stage and do the things so we wanted to do. We wanted to present, you know, uh, a funeral. And, uh, so I think we, we kind of nailed it. I would hope so. So I think I think, pretty good. Um, bad, right? this, Solid. Nailed it. Nailed it. Doug says we uh, nailed it, so okay. No, it was it was one of those things where Bobby called me. He's like, hey, what do you think about doing a funeral for our setup? And I said, you're in luck because I have a lot of dead shit. You do? Yeah. You do. So it's nice. Um, I, I got to experience Pittsburgh. Um, I, I So, again, t- touching back on, you know, me being clammy in front of uh, people, which is really weird because – I, here it is. Here it is. I, here it comes. I, I toured in a band. There it is. There's one. Uh, there's yeah, one. There's one. There's one time. What what we do is balls um, loves to say for that a he decade, was in a band. Playing in front of you know. Here we go. You know, we did Download Fest in front of fifty or sixty thousand people, and you broke a chair. Oh shit! Hey, those chairs hey. are those chairs are sixty years old. Just so you know. <laughs> so it's completely fine that you broke that chair. Um, yes, no, Gotham hey, Jenny listen, Balls was in a band. Yes. So, I mean, I played in front of, hey, he has emotional some white shirt on. That's amazing. There you go. Um, uh, but, yeah, playing in front of 50,000 people, 60,000 people, I was not nervous at all, and I'm still clammy. I don't even know what to talk about. <laughs> I feel like I never shut up, and now. Yeah, you don't shut up. Well, the chat's here. Producer Jake's here. And, actually, there's so many people from Twitch that are here with us. We got, we got Joker. You rock, buddy. Strange one. I'm going to get them all. Harbinger, we got BD, BD Unchained, we got Son of Saint, you got Dusty G, you got Ali Nobrega, 
You got Yeskima. You got Sins 42069. And you have Doug Bradley, because isn't he a streamer now? Yeah. Doug Bradley is a streamer. Doug's a streamer. Doug Bradley's a streamer. Doug's a famous streamer. Doug's Doug is You know who I always also see that you didn't say is um You we're gonna come up with us already? No, you, we, we, yeah, on. just come up. Come just on come up. up. Fuck it. Yeah. We're, we're dragging. Come on, Doug. Can we welcome Doug? Can we give a big Doug round of applause? Bradley, Doug Bradley, everyone. Yeah. What? Oh, I had to wash my hands twice. <laughs> so, so producer Jake. You know, wait, I'm, I'm offended that you didn't say one of the most important um, morning, uh, Twitch chatters, which is... Who? Uh, Bobby Shabinsky's mom on, oh, on, on Twitch. Yeah, I just here. said hello to, to Bobby's mom. Terry, oh, Bobby's mom. Very cool. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Bobby's mom and dad are here. I, are you nervous to, to, be, to play a show in front of your parents? No. Are you nervous? No. Producer Jake, is Doug on? Doug's on. Good. <laughs> Doug, do you like Hello. Pittsburgh? Do I like Pittsburgh? Yes. That's a leading question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do, actually. Well, I, um, what I've always said is it, um, tomorrow is the, well, it's a number of things tomorrow. It's Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. My daughter's birthday. Uh, uh, not tomorrow. No, tomorrow. Not tomorrow, 13th, tomorrow Monday. 13th, yeah. yeah. Uh, Today is my dog's birthday. Oh, my daughter's is tomorrow. Look at that. That's big. <laughs> uh, my dog is eight. My daughter's going to be six. There you go. Same thing. Um, Close. Um, and Monday, as well as being Valentine's Day and Ghost Day, who are in town, I'll be there, um, uh, is also the eighth anniversary of my official coming to America today. Oh, that's uh, big. That's big. Uh, Eight years ago. That's um, America's gotcha day for Doug. What, what I always say is, if people, people over here say to me, uh, you know, particularly at conventions, um, so you're, uh, you're living in the States now? I say, yeah, yeah. Well, where, whereabouts are you located? And of course, they, they all assume I'm going to say LA. When I say Pittsburgh, um, there are two reactions. One is, Pittsburgh? <laughs> And that's from people who have never visited Pittsburgh or lived or worked in Pittsburgh. People who have lived in Pittsburgh or know Pittsburgh always say, Pittsburgh is such a cool place. I really like Pittsburgh. Um, and then, of course, I get asked why I chose to live in Pittsburgh. And the answer, of course, is the love of a wonderful woman. I thought he was pointing uh, at me. I thought you were, I thought you were I saying thought he was balls. pointing at me. I thought he was too. I was like, you well, came to Pennsylvania for me? Maybe <laughs> you lived in Pittsburgh, you know? I'm, I ate Steph. Sorry, I'm taking Doug. Um, <laughs> I'm moving to New Jersey, Steph. No, um, I, live in, I live in Northeast PA. I'm a PA boy too. First, it, that, that, uh, that first time you come through the, the tunnel. Four the pit tunnel. Is that four pit? Yeah. Because that, that, to be honest, that journey from the airport to the tunnel is miserable. I mean, it, you know, it just looks yeah, right. like anywhere else. You come out of that tunnel and downtown hits you and it's boom, it's, it's beautiful. Yep. Um, and I know it's done to death in photographs and paintings and so forth everywhere, but there's a reason for that. It really is striking. And also the first thing I thought, because I was, I was born and raised in Liverpool in England, uh, lived in Liverpool for 22 years, which of course is, is on, the, on the, the banks of the River Mersey. 
at the mouth of the Irish Sea, so it, it's a river city. Then I lived in London for 30 years, which is a river city. And I came out of the Fort Pitt Tunnel first time and I thought, it's a river city. I get it. So it's perfect. Of course, it's, it's a three river city. So it's, <laughs> it's, the same, it's the same weather as the UK. It's yeah. really good. I, you know, and I it, like, it, I rem it reminds yeah. me a lot of Liverpool in a lot of right. ways. I mean, you know, traditionally and historically a working class city um, that had the shit kicked out of it in the 1980s for Reagan, Reed, Thatcher. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, you spit is, on Josh? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what the fuck? Story, story of my life. <laughs> He's clamier now. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, like Liverpool, you know, it feels like Pittsburgh is, is, is finding its way back, finding its, you know, a new identity, not as an industrial city in the way that it was in the past. Um, so short answer is, I do. Although I spent most of the last two years inside my house. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I like going anywhere. into Pittsburgh because, yeah. you know, we talk about the East Coast and West Coast and how much, how different they are, like L.A. versus New York City. But I think Pittsburgh is the best of both, where it's like just Pennsylvania in general. But to have a city with that Pennsylvania attitude and that, that humbleness, but also that assholeness, but also <laughs> that like... You know, I, you, it's it's real. It's in your face. I, I enjoy I thoroughly yeah. enjoy Pittsburgh, and I like coming out here. And I mean, I, I'm from here. I, I wouldn't choose anywhere else. You know, it's like it you did choose that. somewhere else. Yeah, now I did. <laughs> now I did. You <laughs> literally went not, somewhere that's else. Not, that's not entirely true, though, because I still have a place here. So that's not entirely yeah, and true. you can always come back, and right? I always come back. Right? That's true. But that's um, true. no, being from here is the best place in the world. You know, it's, it is awesome. Um, well, wouldn't Jake's from far. here. I'm a yinzer at heart. That's for you sure. are a yinzer. Who? Yeah. Give, it, give us your best yinzer. Do you okay, know, we're going down to the gold <laughs> lot A. The sillers are on at one. We're gonna go, go to Manny Bros. Get some lunch. Okay, there you go. It's yinzers. That's yinzers. A lot of people just looked at you like you're fucking nuts. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Who, who here is not from Pittsburgh? That's a good question. Ah, okay. almost everybody. Some, <laughs> <laughs> we have some out. Yeah, people from Pittsburgh are like, I'm not going to that thing. These, these guys are weird. Steph, Steph always said to me, people in Pittsburgh will drive out of state to go to an event, but they won't drive across Pittsburgh to go to something. It's, it's, you know, it's, that's, well, that's, with a raise of hands, and everyone's from out of state. Who? This is an impossible place to navigate. The, the driving is terrible. I, it it terrible. bewilders me. I mean, I... I have a pretty good internal compass. Yeah. You could put me down in LA today and I still, I know my way around. Right. It, you know, the hills are north and the ocean's west right. and everything else follows logically. This place, eight years later, I'm still bamboozled. <laughs> well, I mean, still, you see, well, you see what Bobby drives. Bamboozled is a good word. Yeah, I like it's a good word. Great, great word. Um, um, you see what Bobby drives. He has to drive that through these streets. I drive a tank through here. <laughs> you do. I saw I, his armor. <laughs> I saw Doug outside. He's like, what the fuck I just is hit this? shit and keep going. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think Putin would like you on the Ukraine border right now. <laughs> it's, it's literally Bobby drives an armored vehicle. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Hey, Bobby needs security detail, like presidential detail, because he drives an armored vehicle. Mm -hmm. He's, you know, he's from L.A., so. I, I just said I'm from Pittsburgh. No, he's not. Um, but no, speaking of, I mean, we, we talk a lot about music. I, that's a big part of our channel. And I think Pittsburgh has had so many bands mm -hmm. that, that have come from here. Like my small town, you know, this obviously isn't a small town, but there's so much good music that comes out of Western PA that I think it, it, it's so important to touch on that and, and, and bring light to, you know, we talk about unsigned artists all the time. 
and having a place for them to play. You know, we're here at Black Forge, and they have a stage, they have a PA system, they have bands here. And I found out today that Heartsick played it in the first time playing in Pittsburgh, played this stage. You played this stage? No, we Oh, fuck me then. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just rolled with it, man. Yeah, you you should have said, yeah. With it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Right. We need a bigger venue. So what you're saying is you're too famous for small venues. You need, you need arenas now. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Producer Jake, you're really fucking quiet. Well, I got... Million things going on. Hey, hey, balls, balls. Do you ever notice Jake always says he has a million things going on? What do you let, name three? Yeah, name three right now. Uh, running your audio, switching cameras, running the Twitch, and recording the podcast at the same time. So what different oh, than the things that you usually do? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know what we didn't do? Light the candles. You know what else we Who didn't do? Who dropped the ball? You know what else we didn't do? No, we're not. It's too early. No, it's not too early. It is early. That's my only complaint. But about Jake, this. I think we need it's to get woken. Early. I think 11 we need o'clock to get, in the fucking We need morning. to wake up a little bit. And Jake, I think the best way for Jake, us I know to how wake you, up. you can wake everyone up right now. Um, and maybe it, like we're all in person. Has anyone ever? They could do not, it together wait, with wait, Jake. Wait, yeah, yeah. Bobby, has, has anyone in here never seen our Twitch show? Raise your hand. Raise your hand. <laughs> liar. Okay. Liar. Hey, actually. All right. So people might understand what's hey, going to happen. There's only one person that raised their hand. Is that true? Are we streamers? Are we famous? We're fucking famous streamers. <laughs> um, so, so, Producer Jake, let them know what happens. Or, no, Balls, you tell them what happens then, because Jake's, Jake's quiet. So, Jake's we like tired. to talk to our, our chat. Our chat is our most important we got part. Chat. Of, We're live on Twitch right yeah, now. Yeah, it's the most important part of our community is the people that are watching it, obviously, because we have nobody to talk to, then what's the point? Um, so, Jake likes to wake them up a little bit, and he likes to make sure they're there. So, what he does is a thing called roll call. Um, and it's really obnoxious, and it's it really sucks sometimes, but it really livens up the time, the day, the moment. Jake? I mean, we're here in person. I mean, you guys have always wanted to do this. I hate roll call. I can't stand it. Because when Jake screams, it's like the worst, most painful thing in the world. You love it? My mom loves it. Who loves roll call, actually? That's only five people. Doug's like... <laughs> Producer Jake. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you're, wow. I feel, hey, I you feel know, so sorry hey, about that. I like this. that you don't know what we're talking about because that means what you is, never watched our show, Doug. Oh, thanks, what Doug. Is, I've, been, I've been on your damn show. I know. <laughs> I don't know. Was, was, roll, was roll Call here when Doug was on? No. no. Uh-uh. Roll, roll Call's kind of new. What is it? So producer Jake usually yells chat because the chat's here, right? Yeah. He, he, does, he takes attendance. He wants to see I'm who's, aware of that. who's I, watching I have a show. Twitch show too, you know. I know. You're a famous streamer. There you go. Um, but we got people here from Twitch. And we've always talked about how you guys want to scream it with them. This is the moment, I feel like, right? Jake just got an Amazon package to give it to him. Let's talk about that. What are we going to do? An unboxing? Hey, no. Big hey. Rand's in the house. What? What's up, Big Rand? Yeah. Hey. hey. Um, where are you guys? Um, where are you? We're on your address. I'll be at Black Forge at 11 o'clock. Jake, what uh, did you just, just get delivered? For the next 20 <laughs> minutes. What did you just get delivered? I got some things needed to, to make this run smoothly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Should we do an unboxing or what? <laughs> yeah. You want to do an unboxing? No. Yeah, what's in the box, Jake? <laughs> No, no, no unboxing. It's all—it's just like headphone plugs. That's all it is. Okay. Wow. So, Great. so Doug, I'm sorry that you're about to witness this. Okay. Oh, we're like, actually doing this. Oh yeah. They're all, you're gonna do oh, a countdown God. so everyone does it with I you. I want to apologize in advance to everyone in person. Yeah, this it, is terrible. And people that this like just walked into Black Forge not knowing what's happening. This is terrible. Is it? Yeah. Give them a little countdown so they all give do the it with warning. You. Well, disclaimer. It's it's pretty simple. Ladies and gentlemen, wearing headphones or have loudspeakers. 
Please turn them down because there is screaming involved. Sorry. All right. My apologies. Roll call. If you're here, spam here. We already got people in. in Duck space. Duck space. <laughs> now what happens? Well, now, now the chat just starts blowing up who's here, so we take okay. attendance. Wait, yeah. go, here, oh, okay. Bobby, show, show Was this Doug. like present? Like, I, I accidentally, accident, I'm all, it's all fucked up. <laughs> it's like taking the register in school. We got Sin kind City, of. Goth, Brown, the present, uh-huh. absent. It's, a, it's attendance. Is it? Yeah. 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 And Jesus I, Christ. I was told to shout out. We don't do that on my show. No, no. We're going to steal roll call for Down to Hell with Doug Bradley. Let's talk about your show for a little bit. Okay. Do you enjoy... How, I mean, many, how many people here have watched Down to Hell? Yay! Good. Hey, look, a decent amount of people. Okay. There you go. I've seen it. Yeah. Well, well it because I was on your show that he asked me to... Yeah. And That's usually what Balls does. He usually do. takes everything I do. So, yeah, we, yeah, sure. we do it. It's oh. every Thursday, um, 8 o'clock live. Uh, co-present it with Steph. Um, and every other week, it's just... Me and her, and the chat is rolling, and take questions and talk about stuff. Usually, end up talking about fast food with David. And every other week, we have um, guests on. It, it's it's honestly super to be involved. You know, it's it's with uh, Horror Hub, which is a company that we're we're all involved in. Is it's it's one of those things that when you see Doug Bradley with like a person like Robert England or Mick Garris, you're just like. What is going on in the world? Like this is too good to be true. It's such like, and an important discussions that are always had, and so, but also super. I, that's what I love t- about Twitch so much is like, it's not just interview style. It's a just a conversation, and I think right. that's what makes it sets it so apart from some things. And that's why I like Town Tell so much because you know sometimes, you know, to see Doug Bradley talk about what his favorite fast food is is. Um, what is your favorite fast food? Don't say don't say sheets. Please do not say sheets. <laughs> I hate sheets. Don't say it. You do? Don't say, say it. Why? I don't, I'm, it's actually mostly Steph and David who talk about fast food. I, I'm not much Where's of Steph a, at? I'm, Steph. Steph, what's your favorite fast food? Where is she? What did she say? Wendy's. Wendy's. Oh, Wendy's. it's fresh, yes. never frozen. Okay. <laughs> That's gotcha. nice. The first thing Steph, Steph came, walked up to me today and she said, you still, you still vegetarian? I said, I had chicken last night. <laughs> She's like, nice. Yeah. Is, is, that, is that the first time you've fallen off the wagon? No. No? <laughs> so, I mean, I've been, like, slowly, like, trying to be vegetarian for the past, like, uh, six months, seven months. So, I'll, I, I do sometimes collapse. And every eat. time Ball says this to me, last night, he's like, I'm vegetarian. We go. We were down. We're we went down. to a place that was all meat. There's literally the only thing I would be able to eat is French fries, and I was so hungry. So, so we got chicken, chicken wings and a chicken sandwich, and then and a chicken sandwich. And then chicken last sandwich. time I was double down. Last time I was scrambling balls. Is like I'm I'm vegan. I was like, oh really? He's like, well, I'm really vegetarian. I've been vegetarian for a while. You take me to a fucking steakhouse and eat a steak raw. I know. I would never eat a steak. I'm Medium one of those wear. guys. No, I'm one of those guys who's a well-done guy. And every time I go, I go, I go to a nice restaurant, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I want medium well. They're like, fuck mm. you. And I'm like, why? <laughs> What's wrong with it? They're like, it's supposed to be rare. And I was like, no, I'm not. What, how do you like your steak, Doug? Uh, I tend to, uh, medium, generally speaking. I'm not, a, I'm not a rare guy. I don't understand it's that. Too, it's too squishy and weird. I, also, I think, um, I think the more cooked a steak is, the more flavorful it is. Rare steak to me does, is not, you know, I think it's a macho stance. Yeah, I, rare, I agree. I think people like steak. are forcing themselves to you know, eat it, which still, makes still still lying. 
<laughs> it tastes like iron. Still with the hooves. Hey, how do you eat your steak? Raw? Raw. Raw, yeah. Hey, Jake likes it raw. We know. Balls. Well, Balls. You can't say that. We're live on Twitch. To each, to each their own. Yeah, um, but so that. that's that's what Down to Hell is, and uh, um, we're we're actually moving over to YouTube. Um, Doug, you can't. Sorry. Doug, you that. actually cannot say that. We're live on Twitch. You cannot say that. <laughs> <laughs> Send out a disclaimer, Jake. That that's the thoughts views of Doug's opinions yeah. expressed during the shows of those we'll, of the hosts um, and not necessarily the, reflect those of DW Presents or Twitch. Yeah, there we go. There go. Other platforms are available. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, but not. Oh, God we will never leave it. Twitch. <laughs> hey, um, which, which maybe we'll partner with us. Um, and uh, we, we, we'll, there'll be a little bit of a gap because we're going to be at the Days of the Dead convention in Atlanta in a couple of weeks. Uh, we think. Is, when is that we, your first convention back or this year? Uh, this year, okay. yeah. We, we were back in the middle of last year and then we slammed the brakes back on again. Gotcha. Because everything looked a bit scary again. Um, so I canceled two shows and one show canceled itself. Um, uh, and we kind of feel, you know, now. It's time to get out of the house again, and you know we're going to have to live with this thing. I think um, I'm pretty certain I had Omicron, but it was very. Mild I've I've had COVID three times. Yeah, right. or yeah. like every variant. Whatever. I was so. I'm like nervous. an expert in it. I think Omicron being mild, and I I know so many people who had it during that time. I think it's kind of nudging us towards herd immunity, willy nilly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But please be sensible. I know none of you are doing it, but I think you should still be wearing masks. Honestly, um, uh, it feels it feels to me like we're in danger of making the mistake we made a year ago when everybody came out of lockdown and went, "Yay, we won! Let's we kiss. kicked its ass. Yeah. It's over." And then you know, well, no, because we don't call the shots in this. The virus does. Yeah. Well, I think it's the um, it's it's the people that are like, you 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 feel a post nasal drip. You have a cough. But they just well, if you're sick, stay home out. too. Also, yeah. right? That's well, a big yeah. One. But you know it's sure. weird. But you know it's weird living in LA. Still, COVID to me is never. It's like when I came here, I was like, oh, COVID's over. But then being back home in LA, I can't get into restaurants without a vaccine card. Right. I have to wear my. You know what I mean? If right. you if yeah. they check your ID, they they like know if it's fake. Really? They think my vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they scan uh, your card. Uh, they scan your retina. Yeah. They don't. Do yeah. That. So I, you know, I think we're good, we're good, we're going to have to move towards. You know the position we've always been really in in relation to the flu. You know, yeah. yeah. You all, I yeah. always ran that risk going to conventions, right. shake hands with a gazillion people, and get hugged and breathed on and sweated on by yep. people left, right, and center. You know, you take your chances. But, well, I think people um, don't understand that how important it is. Like that, you understand. Like when when we used to do like VIPs and meet and greets, you're putting yourself to step. Not even before COVID is you. You, that's your livelihood. You know, totally. I got sick. Yeah. I couldn't play a show. If you get yeah. sick, you can't do conventions. Yeah. It's your livelihood. So people don't understand, like, coming to a place sick, not washing their hands, you know, and just, like, breathing on you can make you sick, can potentially, you know, kill you. And then they, they don't realize that this is our bread and butter, you know, to be a, a, a personality, a human. It's, it, yeah. it can take away from you, and it's super stressful. No, what what sure. other conventions are you doing this year? Well, uh, I'm not officially announced for, but uh, I'm expecting to be doing uh, Monster Palooza in Pasadena at the beginning of June. I'm just talking now uh, to a a convention in Nashville in July, but that's not not done yet. That's a mini LA now. Everyone moved to Nashville. Really? Everyone's Everyone's moving to Nashville. Everyone's in Nashville. I, um, I expect to be doing Monster Mania in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Um... I like that Which one. Is, that's a that's good one. just outside Philadelphia. It's a huge show. One of, it's it's one, one of the biggest yeah. 
in the country, that's in August, and Monster Mania uh, Hunt Valley, which is just outside Baltimore, that's uh, last weekend in September, beginning of October. So oh, cool. Those are those are lined up. Those those worlds are so weird. Park. You you know where I would love to see you. Where would you love to see? I'd love to see you anywhere, Bob. Well, you know where I'd love to see you, really. That was nice. We do. We got all these festivals this year where we stream live from. We're at uh, Welcome to Rockville. Yeah. Then we go to Incarceration. Incarceration. Then we go to Don't. Louder Than Life. Yep. And okay. then we go to Aftershock. Yeah. Um, Good thing we have that. What were you going to say? Don't say what? Nothing. I'll uh, leak that we're going to be at Bourbon and Beyond. I won't leak it. But. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, I think you. I think it would be awesome to have you do appearances at these rock festivals. I think it's a great. I, I did one right? at a, a, a festival called uh, uh, Wacken in oh, Germany, which is a, it's a huge metal festival, right? Yep. Um, I sat and listened to all these bands during the day, but it sounded to me like it was the same band playing. <laughs> fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, um, and when I was approached about it, I thought. I don't understand. What do we do? Uh, and what we basically did uh, was me and Ian White, as uh, English actor. He was, um, I think he was, I think he was a Terminator at some point. I think that's what he did. Um, we sat inside a tent that was open, just to you know where people were walking backwards and forwards, um, and table and ten by eights, and people just kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. Um, and I was amazed. It did really, really well. Um, so I, I think it's, it's yeah. a smart idea. I, I think so maybe cool. putting him at the Black Craft tent. At the Black Craft tent or something. Well, I mean, we're there was, a, there was an idea that a um, uh, wonderful woman called Gina, she's, she's not uh, running it anymore. There was a convention called Rock and Shock in Worcester, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, the Palladium. I played that. Yeah, okay. I almost got right. a fight. Because Balls used to be in a band. Um, <laughs> right? Uh, he did. Yeah, that's true. He did. I'm famous. You are. <laughs> Balls, what band were you in? Big rock star, uh, man. Oprah. <laughs> we played um, Rock and Shock, and we played with Guar. Cool. People threw bottles at us. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we don't like your band. We want, we're waiting for Guar. We're good. Wow. And I was like, cool. I'll just go. But that, that wasn't with Motionless, was it? That was with Motionless, no. yeah. It was? Really? Yeah. You got bottles. Did they throw stage. what kind of bottles? What kind of bottles they throw? Probably Coors Light. You should say Parlor. That's Parlor. Shit. Ladies and gentlemen, drink the best root beer out there. And Parlor just, root beer. Just, yeah. I got in a fight that day. The guy was there was a guy in a pit giving a, giving me the finger, going like this, and I was like, you know what? I was like, come up front, come up front. And I walked down to the barricade and I punched him right in the fucking face. <laughs> and the promoter said, Hey, you can't do that in Massachusetts, but it was pretty cool. <laughs> I'm from New Jersey. Did, did you get your ass beat? No. No. What, they wrote, the, give me the so, craziest tour story. Hold on. Was well, it? The, the, oh, yeah, the, go ahead, go ahead. the idea that Gina had yeah. was to kind of, because she had, so there was the convention and there was a kind of rock right. festival going on over the weekend as well, which was to kind of put this on tour. Yeah. Um, so, I love that. So yeah. have like a Lollapalooza that's, tour that's moving smart. around the country with a, with a rotating band of horror celebrities traveling with them either by road or by train coming in dropping out you know mm -hmm. so that's a great idea I think hey nice Danny Wimmer let's do it I think yeah I think you think Danny's good. watching right now I can check what time Danny's, is it what Danny's time is sleeping. it the, what time is it on the west oh, coast he's surfing right now oh, he's surfing the Danny's yeah, are surfing. sleeping right. no I, I love that I think it should be we should try to get an activation inside of a festival with Sick. 
that that same that that same situation because Rock and Chalk is no more. I, I like that. When when we when Down to Hell comes back on the other side of Atlanta, uh, we, uh, which I think is March third, we are expecting our guest to be Danny Filth uh, from Cradle of Filth. He will be our guest. I, I love show. you. Know what's crazy? Sure, is excited. Here's a, here's a leak. I have a collaboration. Because you know I'm on his new album. I, I know, I know, and you've been on past albums also. Uh, this is my fifth fifth album. Yeah. Wow. Famous. I, mean, I know Strange One's like the biggest Cradle of Filth fan. <laughs> Strange One, can I put you on the spot right now? <laughs> so, Doug, Doug, we got one of the biggest Cradle of Filth fans. Okay, I'll make you a deal. Hi. Right, hold on, we're going to do <laughs> Fuck it, I love gambling. We have the Super Bowl tomorrow, so we'll start early. Six bucks. All right. I never listened to Cradle of Filth, by the way. <laughs> I don't think you should I, I, say that. <laughs> I love Danny. He's, he's such a cool guy. So, so Strange One. But I don't do metal. How, I'm a, how many songs I'm a great, great disappointment. How many, how many songs have you been songs? on? Yeah, five. No idea. You have no, no idea. No, I d- five albums. Five albums, but you don't know how many tracks. Do you know how many tracks? On the new album, two. Two, and I did. <laughs> I mean, two done. Maybe I don't want to take this. I back. did. Well, I, I think because I, I did. I did Midian. No, uh, no, don't say it out loud. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're gonna, we're gonna. If you can name them all, I'll give all you five. Tw- I'll give you a twenty dollar well, Blackcraft gift card. That's easy for him. You got, you got to name them all. Jake, can you fact check it? I'll, I'll, I'll fact check his hand. I know the answers. You know the answers. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Yes, it's two. Three. Four. Damn. Doug, you give him a clue. I think I think it's the album after Thornography. Is it's Midian then Thornography? Oh, well, then it's the one between Midian and Thornography. Yes, that is correct. Wow. Yeah. Five for five? Midian, Nymphetamine, Thornography, Godspeed on the Devil's Thunder, and the new one. I don't even know the name of the album. <laughs> but the he new one. Hey, five for five. Yeah. There we go. $20 Black Rob gift card. There we go. All right. I, you know, Damn. it's it's funny because he's such like a metal. Uh, I was trying to find a video, but I, um, uh, but I can't find what? it. What? I can't find this video. There was we. I went on tour with. I didn't go on tour with Cradle. I went on tour with his side project, Devilment, and it was just like this is this is Danny Filth. Like this is he's like the most iconic metal, one of my most iconic metal human beings in the entire world. I remember after a show, there was a parking garage that we had to like load our equipment out. We were in the UK somewhere. And all you see is Danny Filth riding a little uh, a dolly with four wheels on it down uh, a hill, just screaming, laughing, having the best time of his life. And I was like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> just like he was just like giggling and laughing and having such a good time. And just I just I, I was like, well, I think maybe he's going to catch up in flames or something. But no, it was just <laughs> it was pure unadulterating fun. And I loved it so much. And I, I'll, I'll never unburn it from my memory of him just like. Cruising down a parkade with a on a little dolly, just screaming and yelling, having a good time. And I, I was like, like to see, yeah. "This is great. Cool. This is nice." Hmm. But yeah, I, uh, you know, do you have any like good convention stories? What's the craziest thing that's happened to you at a convention? Oh, you God. ever have to stab anybody? <laughs> um, I know. You know, for the most part, people are people are just so endlessly nice. I mean, I I don't. Um, my mind goes blank when I get asked questions like this. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I've had 
I, I remember one moment where I was, I was, I'm at my table and I, 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 I looked up and it's, you know, next person in, in line. And it was a, a young woman and she's, she's crying. She's shaking, crying. And, and I, I said, oh my God, what, are, are you all right? And she said, what, yeah, no, no. Um, and I said, oh, well, look, and I'm reaching out to her and what, 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 what's happened? Is, uh, you had bad news? She said, no, no, <laughs> you don't understand. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> um, she was just so excited. You should have said, it's you. And I, you know? I, I didn't know whether that was a compliment or not. Right. You know, but... Um, uh, uh, what's the weirdest thing that's happened at a convention? I'm asking my wife now. Steph. Steph, I feel like you got good stories, no? That we can tell. <laughs> and we're live on Twitch, don't forget. <laughs> she said we can't tell. You ever get, um, um, you ever get a, a, a letter written in someone's blood? No. I've gotten blood. that. Have we? <laughs> I've, I had a guy try and save my soul. Nah. Um, Seems like a waste he of time. Gave, he gave me, well, kind of. It's a bit late. He um, <laughs> he gave me Christian books, and we I had a long conversation with him about. Oh, about I get I get the I get religion. the craziest letters from religious people. Oh, I, I the, can only the imagine the craziest letters ever. Crazy. But, shit. I mean, how extreme does that get? You, you oh, know, apart, I mean, obviously, I mean, death threats. De- it goes death as far oh, as death oh, threats. Oh, absolutely. Uh, death threats. I know where you live. Uh, I do too. But it's actually all just me. <laughs> it's just you. Yeah. Um, but no, a lot, a lot of um, like Cindy who work, who works with us at the warehouse. She'd be like, "Hey, you got mail?" And I'll go check, and I'm like, and right. I open, I'm like, "Fuck!" Like letter from the church, or so, you know what I mean? It's, it's usually right. like people sending pamphlets in. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, the death threats are the craziest, obviously. But I don't even pay attention anymore. I'm just like, whatever. I mean, it, it, the world that I, I lived in was was very. I feel like you on tour had to be crazy. Oh, all right. So I've gotten letters in blood. I've gotten lockets of people's hair. I've gotten. I've and then also, that was not from me. <laughs> Bit balls. That's not crazy though. Um, but so all right. There's a good tour. There, there's a tour story that I always tell, um, because I was I was very passionate about being in a band and being like what we wanted to be. We weren't like a, a pop band. We weren't a rock band. We weren't a metal band. We weren't, you know, we were, we were very many different genres, but we didn't know who to play with. We were just like, do we play with the metal bands? Do we play with the hardcore bands? Do we play with these bands? But we'd play with every, we, we loved music, so we played any show we could. Or we were on tour in Florida. I think it was a venue called The Social. It would have to be Florida. It was Florida. always Florida. So a guy, so kids were trying to like mosh, and and, a, and this there's one guy who was just like, no, this band sucks. I forget who we were on tour with, but it was it must have been a, a hardcore band because the guy was like, don't dance for this band. They're they're stupid. They're 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 queers. I hate to use that word. That's literally what we caught called every single day. Um, and I was just like, you know what? Fuck this guy. And the guy was stopping everybody, wouldn't let him. And I was like, come up. And I always did the same thing. I said, come up to the, for the barricade. So we used to have these big metal scrims. Uh, we used to have the big, the, these, these scrims on stage. And the, the frames of them were metal. And the bases of them screwed off. So the guy came up and I screwed one of the lay. It was a, a song called Immaculate Misconception. There wasn't a ton of keyboards in it. So I was like, I'm going to do it during this song. I unscrewed one of the metal legs. I jumped out down the barricade. I saw black, and I beat the guy with a Balls, metal pole. I don't pole. think you can tell this story. I beat the guy with a metal pole in the middle of the venue. Balls, I got kicked Balls, out. I don't think you should say that. Oh, I say it all the time. I don't care. I got, I got kicked out of my own show. Um, 
I got banned from the venue for a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? And, but I got, I mean, but everyone, like, when I came back in, everyone applauded. They, the guy was a big shithead. Everyone always fought, fought with him. He was, like, the kingpin of, like, the, the mosh crew that was, like, didn't like our band. And then when we kept coming back, we sold out that venue headlining mm. because of that story. So it was it was a good thing. It was a positive oh, thing. Wow. I, I had that. anger because, issues because that people, I don't have anymore. People, still have people wanted to see you do it again. Yeah, they want to see me do it again. <laughs> no, that was I used to get Balls. in fights all the time. Balls, give me something real positive about touring because I've watched. I've known you for 15 years. I've known when you were sleeping in vans with 10 people, pissing in bottles in a van. Right? Yeah, you I still, did. He still pisses. I still piss on bottles on stream yeah, all the time. When did you feel like Motionless made it? Never. Never felt like that? Never. Even, even like playing in front of 50,000 people? Nope. We were, I was always, I always felt like we were a small band, and I think that was what lent itself to the success of that band, is none of us were, not like we were like cocky, like there's not enough people here, we were just like, are you guys sure you like us? That was kind of the, the mentality, and when we did, and there is so many positive tour stories, you know, kids saying the same thing, like, I'm glad I'm here with you, this is crazy, and I was like, I'm nobody, I'm from uh, Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, like... Yeah, you don't need to say anything to me, like whatever, like hugging people and like having these conversations with people. Like I have so many letters from kids just being like, you saved my life. You did this and this. And I was like, you don't realize that you saved my life. Like I had no money. I was broke. I, m my family, I uh, just abusive family, like uh, alcohol, drugs, all this stuff. They let me escape that world. Mm -hmm. So in retrospect, they, you know, fans have saved me right. more than I've saved them 10 times over. And I try to explain that to people, and it's like a connection. We always, like, when that connection happens, it's lifelong. It, yep. It's I still have people that I'm still... Aren't you doing a coffee table book? I am doing a coffee table book of those stories. A lot of those, it's a, a lot of those, how I felt during those times, and how, you know, it was like, you saved my life, I was in a dark place, and then yep. I have, I'm going to do a, uh, you know, a rebuttal to those and being like, I was literally going through the same thing. I was depressed, I, was, yep. I wasn't sure who I was, you know, I was lonely, all these things, and, you know, I give... Everything I have, I give to the people that, you know, are in front of us, are watching, are, have ever, to, I quit Motionless four or five years ago. I wanted to talk about that for a second, because it's, it's funny, because I watched you start with Motionless, you guys were like, I'm saying, like playing VFW halls, playing Smiling Moose in front of yeah, like 30 played, people, yeah, right down Smiling the street, Moose, yeah. which will be there tonight, mm -hmm. um, but, and I, and then I watched you like, play in front of 50,000 people, and then my phone rang one day. And Josh is like, I'm thinking about quitting the band. You were the, one of the first people I called. And yeah. I was like, wow. Because, you know, that's like the American dream, right? You go from the VFW hall to selling out, what, 50,000, 40? I don't know, right? Yeah. You, you guys are on top of the world. It's wild, yeah. And then I watched you walk away from the band. But I was like, I fully support it. Because, you, you, I mean, look how many businesses you launch now. It, it, it's yeah. a trip to see it. Yeah, it's, it's terrifying to be like, what do I do? Right. I mean, Doug, how, I mean, the same question to you. You know, what I mean, like that when you're when you're done with a movie, what's on your mind? Like, do you go like, oh, I need another movie. Do I need another project? Do I need am I going to like just take a step back? You know, you've obviously done this way more than I have. Well, I. Uh, acting is acting is a, is a, is a fucking weird thing to be doing at all in the first place. And it's it. I, I always say actors are not artists. Um, you leave motionless, but you you still have your keyboards. You can you can still make music. Yeah. And you you've had side projects and other projects. He's doing a band right now projects. that's sick as fuck. Strange yeah. Kids. Yep. Really really nice. I love that stuff. Um, we talked about that when you were when you were on 
our first guest on Down to Hell. But actors are interpreters, I think, between the, the writer who puts words in our mouths um, and, um, and the audience. Um, and so when you, when you get the phone call that says, okay, you've got the job and you start work next Monday and you'll work on the movie or uh, the TV show or, or, or the, the, the play in the theater for the next three weeks or two months or whatever it may be, then you stop. It's like the phone call is saying, you are now given permission to be an actor starting on Monday. But when three weeks is done and, you know, picture wrap is called, yeah. permission to be an actor is withdrawn. Um, and uh, um, the great, uh, great um, British actor, uh, Irish actor, really, um, uh, Cyril Cusack, um, father of three brilliant actress daughters, and I remember, I remember seeing him say this, when I, when I finish a project, I always think, well, that's it, I'll never work again. And then when I get the next job, I always think, I don't remember how to do this. Um, and you always kind of jump in at, yeah. at point one again, and start it all over again. Um, and and the, the upside of that is the uncertainty is what makes acting exciting. And I always said, you know, if you, if, if you sit down when you're not working as an actor and make a list of the hundred things you'd like to do next, the hundred and first will be when Bobby Shabensky asks you to get involved with wrestling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Which will, was the coolest will, thing ever with you. That, that, will, that will be the thing that never crossed your mind. Right. That will be what, what, what that next phone call will be. So, you know, I mean, now, I am, I am, <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm hugely lucky, and it, it goes back to what you were saying, Josh, because um, you, you, you make a mark in 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 horror, and you know, I just, I just did what I did. Clive asked me to be in the movie. I'd worked with him for ten years up to that point. I would have agreed to do anything Clive was involved in at that point. I, you know, just yes. Were you guys just close friends? I didn't. Oh, yeah, is yeah. That, is I that mean, how you got the role? I, we'd known each other since high school. We'd oh, known okay. each other for over fifty years. Cool. I met him in in rehearsals for the school play at, oh, wow. uh, at Quarry Bank High School in 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 Liverpool, and we had worked in the theatre for for ten years. And then you know there was a few years where I was working in repertory theatre around England. He was becoming a millionaire. Did you well, did you uh, believe in him though? Were oh. you just like, hey, I want to do this because you're my friend, or were you like, did you believe in what he was doing? Because there's oh, all mean, of the above. But it, but uh, if if he's all he needed to to say to me was, I'm doing X. Do you want to be in. involved? I'm, I would say, I'm, of course. I think me and Bobby's um, relationship are the same way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the 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 horror fan base, you know, I'm not I'm not saying this to butter parsnips because there are horror fans in the audience um, but you know I, I've seen the faces come and go it's God help me it's what um, 30 rising 30 years now since I did my first convention that horror fan base is is so knowledgeable um, and so supportive um, it, it, it's extraordinary and it just did you know it lifts you up and it buoys you along um, 
sometimes they irritate the hell out of you, but 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 very seldom, and it is it is just so supportive. And I am extraordinarily lucky as an actor to have the you know the Hellraiser legacy behind me and have that level of support behind me and the opportunity to do things like doing the wrestling and and down to hell. And now the podcast here. Look yeah. at this. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Is Sitting there, in front of a coffin. <laughs> so, on a I got so, so who who created Hellraiser? Who created the character? Was it you and Clive, Clive or was it? Right? No, that's that's Clive. It's pure that's Clive. Clive. Yeah, he. I mean, he literally dreamt the character up. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. No, it's 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 one hundred percent him. Gotcha. I just you know, turn up and learn the lines. I, well, I, I just do it I, the other way around. I learn the lines and then and I then turn, turn up. up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I just love that. I love that your character became the face of that franchise, which is it was not meant to be. Not not originally intended. No, I mean Clive's focus very much with Hellraiser was on Julia, was on creating um, first female monster right. In, right. In, in in horror films. Um, it seems strange to me now that he he would lavish as much care and attention as he did on the Cenobites, on all four of us, really. Um, and that he, he hired Jane Wild Goose, who had worked with us in the theater doing costuming and design for us. He knew uh, her imagination is, is, you know, she's right here on this set with us, very dark and very keyed in, and Clive knew that. He gave her her own department, so the, oh, cool. the, the, the Cenobite costumes were not part of the general wardrobe department, weren't part of the special effects makeup department. She was her own department, and that was her one responsibility. So the, the, the costumes were just extraordinary, a bitch to wear in the first two movies. Yeah. How long does it take <laughs> really you to get ready? How long did Don't you, get ready? you dare ask that question. Well, I, the, <laughs> it's the way everyone the, asks that question. The, the, the what? The makeup, well, that's... The fuck that's, are we, what, the, what am I supposed to ask? That's the question. That's, that's, the, that's question. the question that gets. I, I have snipers at oh, the end the of the one. hall. Oh, that's the one. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Let's avoid it then. Um, uh, the the makeup early on about five or six hours. It it sped up to around three or four. But in the in the first the first movie, um, Jane had made the costumes based on corseting and out of proper aviator's leather. This was a serious piece of costume. I first of all put on a leotard, like a one-piece leotard. Same. Which <laughs> every day, though, every day, right? <laughs> um, and which creates problems, which we'll come to later. But, um, uh, and the, the 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 bits of prosthetics for the for the chest and the belly were attached to the leotard. I'm not quite sure why that decision was made, but it was. Um, and then the the jacket went on and was literally laced up at the back like a corset, which is great because it you know it it hugs the figure, makes you look ever so sexy. Um, uh, uh, um, and then so then the 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 belly piece is coming through the costume, and the chest pieces are coming through. So then the. The costume is physically being connected to the bits of the prosthetic makeup that are attached to the leotard with fish hooks. And the tool belt is going from the costume through the hole in, in the belly button there. So this, so 
again, the costume is connected to the flesh bits oh, on the leotard that I'm wearing. Um, and the collar is very stiff and very high. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm suddenly thinking, what the fuck do I do here? I can't, <laughs> I, I can't move my, I can't move my head. And, and the, the, the arms are very stiff. stiff yeah. So, um, so actually a lot of the physicality of Pinhead comes from me making friends with the costume. Because gotcha. I realized if I, if, if you want to talk to me, I, I would turn, I would turn right. my head like right. that. But I can't do that. So, if I'm turning to talk to you now, I do it like this. Gotcha. Uh, I, I turn all of me and I turn slowly and I turn very deliberately and in my own time, which makes you feel slightly uneasy. I mean, if you say to me, you know, ask me a question normally. Right now? Yeah. Doug, do you like Permanente Brothers? I love Permanente Brothers. Okay. Then that's just, you know, now ask, ask me again and I'll do it in character. Doug, do you like Permanente Brothers? Why do you need to know, mortal? <laughs> um, uh, you know, but that, right. that slow turn is kind of, what the fuck? Right. I only asked him if he liked Promanti Brothers, right. you know? Um, it's, and, and the same thing, you know, so, okay, I don't, I don't have loose arm movements. Well, so fine, you don't. Mm. So every movement is going to be stylized. If you're pointing at something, again, it becomes very slow and deliberate. So a lot of, a lot of the physicality of Pinhead was imposed on me by learning to love the costume and, and the makeup. But, uh, but you know, it, so it meant that having got, the, got all of that on, it stayed on. And when you, when you were, when you were um, in between shots, it stayed on. And it's not easy just to sit down, you know, because that does that. Mm. So, tend to sort of be sitting like that all day. Um, and, and then there were bathroom issues, you know, when you're attached to this, attached to that, and it's all tied up at the back, and, mm -hmm. and it's a one-piece leotard. It's, you know, it's not an easy process. They didn't think about that at the time. Um, in later movies, uh, because the, the costumes disappeared after Hellbound, mm -hmm. um, uh, the, the, the costume was, m was much more loosely made. And it meant that the jacket had a zipper up the back and nothing was connected to anything else. So between shots and between setups, I could take the jacket off, which made life a great deal easier for me, but the costume never looked as good right. again as it did in the first two movies. And if I, if I had the trade-off to make, between wearing the costume that was a bit of a nightmare to wear and the easier costume, I'd go back to the first one because it just looked so good because so much care and, and money and attention and love had gone into right. making it, you know. And subsequently, it was part of the special effects makeup, which meant people were making, making that costume who, you know, with the best will in the world, they're basically makeup artists. So, you know, that's not their thing. It's not, it's not what they do, and they would have to hire out people who would be studying photographs to try and 
work out how it was made. You know? um, so. That's cool. I love that Josh Balls just leaves. That's pretty yeah. on brand, huh? <laughs> where, where, where the fuck did he go? I don't know. I think he got a paid gig somewhere. Mm. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Jake, what's going on with the chat? What's up? Gotham, Gotham Jenny has a question. Okay, let's go to the chat for a little bit. Uh, did you think at the start of filming Hellraiser would be and become as iconic as it is now? Absolutely not. Um, uh, you know, we'd, as I said, I'd, I'd done a lot of theater with, with Clive, and we were fairly convinced we were geniuses, and we, you know, we expected we'd, we'd come down from Liverpool to London and we'd, we'd present our dramatic art to London and London would go, oh my God, you're wonderful. And by and large, you know, London coughed and sneezed and walked past us. Um, so I knew with Clive at the helm and I, I had read The Hellbound Heart, so I was familiar with the, with the story. I expected it would be something good, but I expected roughly the same kind of thing would happen. And I knew I was doing something weird and interesting in terms of in terms of the character, and I was excited to do it, excited for the, for the, for the makeup process. The, that kind of transformational role uh, was one of the things that had always turned me on to horror in, in the first place, you know, from Boris Karloff forward. Um, but I am playing uh, a character with no name, uh, buried in latex, uh, who's on screen for mm, less than 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm being paid union minimum rates to oh, do wow. this. If I'd been paid any less, I would have been an extra. So I did, you know, I didn't, I didn't, and I'm not, I'm not officially anywhere near being, being the star of the movie, not at all. The stars of the movie were Andy Robinson uh, and, and, and Claire Higgins and Sean and, and then Ashley and um, uh, you know you, you you look at the original posters for Hellraiser you won't find my name on there anywhere nor would I have expected to we were like a you know the demonic chorus line that got, mm -hmm. got wheeled out to do our thing from time to time um, no absolutely no idea and if you'd suggested to me you know as I was sitting in Cricklewood production village in North London on a damp Tuesday morning at six o'clock, preparing to have latex glued all over my face. Um, you know, in, uh, in, in 36 years time, you'll be sitting in front of an empty coffin in a coffee house in Pittsburgh, <laughs> still answering questions about this movie. I, I would have, I, what? What are you talking about? I mean, I'd never crossed my mind. And I think it's good, you know, you just, you, you, you're, you're down in the trenches, you get your head down, you do the work, and you do the work to the best of your ability and make it as good as you can make it. And, and if, you, if, you're, if you're looking at the bigger picture, I think it's, I think it's often a, the wrong focus. I've seen people come with ideas for franchises. You know, they want to start a franchise and invariably they fail. And when you look at all the big franchises, like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and, and Friday the 13th and, and Michael Myers, Halloween, ha yeah, Halloween, Halloween. And, and Hellraiser, none of these started with the intention of a franchise. 
was just, you know, let's just evolved into it. Let's make a movie. Right. And, and uh, pretty much all of them, um, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is, uh, as well, and especially really low budget. Um, uh, just, you know, I've got an idea. Let's, mm -hmm. let's make a movie. Uh, and Clive was so lucky. Uh, I don't think it would happen now. He came out to L.A. He had a deal in place with Virgin in the U.K., which fell through. He and his producer came out to L.A. Their first meeting was with... Was it Paramount? Was with New World. Oh, New World. Uh, Roger Corman's old outfit. Yep. Uh, went in, pitched the idea of Hellraiser, and they said, yeah. Oh, wow. Sure. And effectively, here's the check. Go away and do it. They sent someone over to the UK to, to keep eyes on things, but also I don't think today they would have let Clive direct it. What? He didn't know his ass from his elbow when it came to directing, uh, you know, a big grown-up movie. Was he just he a really visionary? Didn't. He was just more of a visionary, or well, he is totally. Right. But he, you know, they they let him direct the movie, and I I'm really not sure that they that would anyone do would do that now. Yeah. They'd take his script, but they'd want. They'd want a seasoned director, or at least a journeyman director, someone right. who, who knew what they were doing. Because Do he honestly, I mean, there's, the, these stories are true. Um, that in, we, we lived in Crouch End in, uh, in North London. Clive went to Crouch End Public Library to take out a book called How to Direct a Movie which he knew was there because he'd had it out a couple of times previously. Right. I mean, he was you know, always interested in, in that. But he went to take that out specifically um, as part of his preparation <laughs> to, to direct Hellraiser. And then the story is that on day one, he turns up on set and he said, um, uh, okay, so uh, who's in charge here? Uh, you know, and, it, and it, his first AD sort of coughed and shuffled and said um, uh, you are <laughs> you know and he took it from there but, right. but he yes he, he, he knew in his head what he wanted to do and he was lucky that he had a brilliant DP who met his vision mm -hmm. uh, Robin Vigeon who did such a magnificent job uh, contributing to, to do you know what the budget was for the first film 84 bucks uh, give Ball, or take. Balls comes back. And <laughs> hey, Balls. Welcome, welcome back. Listen, don't own a restaurant. Don't. Don't. Oh, you got okay. issues back home? Oh, my God. Everything what happened? Just like, Tell what's us. What what's happened going on? Oh, it's just what's like our, our chef. It, it's, yeah, no, I wish. Food poisoning? Honestly, I wish. No, it's, it's a great problem. We're very, very overbooked, and we're sold out for the next, like, wherever, and yeah. we're having sourcing issues, and then everybody's like, there's, it, it's, it's, oh, my God, it's such a headache to have to, like, and then you have to make sure, I mean, my girlfriend who manages the, the restaurant does such a good job. But like sometimes I'm like, I wish I can be there at all times to like help smoothen things out. It's stressful in a restaurant. You, I mean, they get it. Black Forge gets it. Well, at least you're, the, you're staying on brand. You always leave the show, so it's perfect. Yeah, yeah perfect. Fair. I was uh, like, I'm like, I, I don't want to make this phone call, but it needs to happen now. I, I thought you'd just quit the band again. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's Jake, what else is going on in the chat? I forgot that we're live on Twitch right now, too. Oh, yeah, we are. What the fuck's going on in the chat? Yeah. What's up with the chat? Chat, what's up? What's up, chat? Log in your computer. Oh, yeah. The wife E wants to know, what was one of your favorite side gigs that maybe the movie has opened up for you? This podcast, right? 
Sorry, say, say again? One of your favorite side <laughs> gigs. Other, uh, well, basically other than the movies. Side hustles? Uh, I love side hustles. Side right? hustles, man. Side hustles. Side hustles. Um, it's got to be the fucking wrestling. I mean, that... that, that the Blackcraft wrestling? Of course. I've been yeah. telling him was, to bring that back, it and he won't. It was so insane, the, the idea that I was doing this. And I've never been so fucking nervous really? as I was. Oh, God. Isn't I mean, it? I, it's weird. But we had the, the coolest character for you, the preacher. I had... Loved it. It's yeah. the coolest character ever. It, it, was, it was great. And it, it, I mean, it was... You know, it was it was entirely based on the on on the Night of the Hunter, yep. uh, Robert Mitchum's character in the Night of the Hunter, um, but uh, and it just came together because you know you, I mean this is this is you know it's it's, it's Bobby. Hey, I'm doing wrestling. You want to be in it? Well, I had a lot of help on sure. it. We're, right? we're doing it next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, Invent a character. That's uh, me. Uh, um, I I was nervous because. You know, if you if you if you hire me to do a movie, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you if you ask me to do this, I know what I'm doing. I've, I you know I do this at every convention I go to. It's easy. I don't get nervous about doing this at all. I enjoy doing it. I like interacting with audiences and people on chat. It's great. It's cool. I'm, I'm at ease doing that. And I know I know how a movie set works. I know how I operate on a movie mm-hmm. set. I know the pieces. Wrestling? I don't, what the fuck do I know? I, I never, <laughs> None of us fucking knew. I, I see uh, Brandon's in here. He's the only one that kind of knows. What's up, Brandon? Hey, hey Brandon. Hey, there he is. Hey, round of applause for Brandon, <laughs> huh? Hey! You know, it's funny. The last conversation I had with Brandon was he was drawing a, we're doing a new horror hub shirt that has me on the front as like the tattooed man in old freak show. And I made him make my bulge bigger. What? Yep. <laughs> I was like, balls, hey, can you, you make me look balls, chiseled balls, and balls, like I'm, I'm in shape? Balls, He's balls, like, balls, I got you. Twitch. So he had to go in with a pencil and fix my balls. Bol- balls. Yeah. What? yeah. He had to go in and like make me look good. Yeah. Right. All right, there you go. No, but I, yeah. you know, I'm, I, I didn't really watch wrestling, and I, yeah. I had always had a bit of a downer on wrestling because, you know, it's, it's fucking fake, man. You know, it is. How dare him? <laughs> it is, but what I... Brandon, what I, is wrestling fake? It's real. See, he says it's real. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's fake real. It's real fake. It's and that's, real. That's what, I, that's what I learned. And, I, you know, I was so nervous, and that, that first gig that we did, which was here in Pittsburgh, yep. Burning yep. Bridges... Um, and y- y- you must have you must have thought I was I was some kind of um, pansy or something because you know I, I I wanted to fucking rehearse I wanted to know what I was doing and that day leading up to to doing the show at night I'm watching I'm watching all these wrestlers <laughs> preparing and it reminded me of being kids in the playground. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're, 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 they're standing around going, so, look, I'll, I'll do this, and then you do that. Yeah. And, and, and I'll come at you, and, and, do, and you duck, and I'll... And, the, and I'm thinking, that's exactly how we used to, you know, when we were playing War, or Cops and Robbers. For me, it was or, Power or, Rangers. You know, Power Rangers, Power Rangers. okay. So, like, yes. so it was, and then I come around the corner, but you don't see me. Yeah. And I, I, like, pull a gun on you. And then, you know... <laughs> hey, you can't say um, that. Uh, and... There are little little groups of men in tights, all, all over all over this hall, all doing this this. And then I'll I'll do that and you do this. And, um, and I got intrigued by watching that process. You got and, intrigued by men in tights. And then, I, I, I've always been intrigued by men in tights. <laughs> <laughs> Can see their balls. 
Um, <laughs> and then I'd, I'd done my introductory bit in the ring and I came back to sit in your wonderful black craft chair mm. and watch proceedings and there's, there's, there's the tag match going on and I can't remember the, the, the guy who won it. No, no, it, 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 was the, it was the ladder bout. And you who won the, it, Brandon? You, oh, yeah, of course he yeah, you go. Um, you, the, the, so the, there's a chalice hanging above and you have to get up the ladder and take the chalice down, which was encased in like a, a plastic thing, which, uh, which uh, uh, Matt decided, Matt, right, yes, he decided entirely off his own bat that this plastic case was a breakaway thing. And he decided it would be really cool to get to the chalice by breaking the plastic case over his head <laughs> um, and reveal, which, you know, it kind of worked, but the plastic was a little bit more solid than he planned. Uh, and then I had to come down into the ring mm -hmm. and confront him. And so I'm standing in front of this sweating guy with blood pouring down the side of his face and all down his chest. And it was a weird moment for me because it felt terribly familiar because I've been in that situation on a film set often. But this little voice at the back of my head is saying, that's not fake blood. <laughs> that is not fake blood. This guy is bleeding out. <laughs> <laughs> six feet in front of you, uh, you know, and we, and, we, and we did what we needed to do. And, and, and then we went on, and there was a fight where, that involved somebody disappeared up into, because it was an old church we were in, so yeah. there was like an old choir loft or something over where I'm sitting. I'm sitting there minding my business, and suddenly a guy falls, falls out of the sky. <laughs> like 30 feet. He did like, he did like a, forward, about, a front flip. About 20 feet away from me, and I, I have to sit there, you know, unimpressed, yeah. thinking, what the fuck is going on? Um, and then, then the other members of his tag team come up, and the great bit that followed was, I can hear the laughing, you know, the, yeah. the, the, guy's, the guy's lying on his back, and, oh, he's, oh, he's broken his back, and all the time, he's going, yeah, did you see that bit where he came at me with the, you know? Um, and they come off stage, and they've been beating the shit out of each other with step ladders, and, and you know, and they're bruised, mm -hmm. and they're bleeding, and that bit's not fake. Well, I mean, you, you look back at all these... Um, those but it's, it's fake, in yeah. the, fake in the sense that you know who's going to win before you get into the ring, and, you know... Pageantry. All, yeah. all of that is... is Choreographed, there you go. Yeah. Choreographed. Well, I mean, yes. you know, like back when they made, used to made up as we go along. They used or to whatever, hide. Did Brent? They used to. They used to hide like razors in their thing and cut yeah. their foreheads and stuff like that. Like that's real. I mean, sure. There's aspects of it. I'm sure. Yes. You know, there's people that have, have have died in the ring that have bled in the ring. That's like. I saw. I saw the wrestler. The movie. Great movie. Yeah. yeah. Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. actor. That was yeah. good. Jake, what else in the chat? What else is going on in there? We're live. It's so weird being live. I know. Like, and live, I, live, live. I think we need so a little, like, wrestling dead, dead, or are, we, or are uh, we coming back? I mean, wrestling right now is dead, but... You have too many hey, ideas I think, all the time. Is, I mean, is anybody from Twitch? The next idea. I, I mean... Hey, now, now it's I, I would bring it back. Hey, Bobby, I have a church. I would bring it back. He has a church. Maybe we I would bring it back if we did it inside your church and Scram. Done. Brandon? Brandon? 
There you go. You know what? You know, I I love Sean. Sean, right? All right. I have the Shania best. Here. What's the, up, Shania? the best story I've ever, I've uh, ever in my life. We were in Florida, Rockville. Is it, is it involving Shania? Yes. Don't forget, we're uh, live on Twitter. Florida so again. I, I so I, I've, I've, <laughs> we were in. Me and Bobby had a. Well, actually, I didn't have a hotel room. I had a camper at Rockville. So one night I stayed with Bobby, and it was like we had. The, I don't think you could tell this story. Yes, I can. We were sitting with like the head of Twitch. Like, I, I, having I, no, you definitely cannot tell this story. Um, and we're at the sitting hotel in this hotel room, room, at like hotel room, and four in the morning. Oh, here's balls, doo, 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 doo. no balls, balls, and, balls, 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 balls. No, balls, no, balls. No, Seriously, you cannot tell no, the story. He balls. walks in with a, a tray of pizza at four in the morning, no, unannounced, and I was like, okay. "What is going on right now? Like, how, how is life?" They just walk in. He was like, "He's like, I, I, I saw some guy in the street uh, had pizza, so I grabbed you guys pizza and brought it by." And I was like, "What? Where are we at?" Right that now? really wasn't the real story, but yeah, sure. Yeah, that works. That works. Thank you, boss. He came you, with a you're just getting nervous. It just made me yeah, sick. Like <laughs> your mom's in the audience. Twi- no, not because of my mom. We're live on Twitch, and it just made me I super mean. happy when he just walked in excited Wait a with a tray what, of no, pizza. No, I need to know now what the fuck else. Was no, going no, on boss. In no, it was boss, just, you was, cannot go there. It was well, <laughs> producer I mean, Jake. What's going on in the chat? Uh, so <laughs> Thor and the Viking. Let's change it up quick. Thor and the Viking wants to know for Doug. Obviously, other than Hellraiser, what is your favorite horror movie or franchise? Well, that's a good question. Oh, God, that is a good question. Fuck me. Um, uh, well, Steph. balls. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I, was a, I was a fan of Nightmare on Elm Street. I love the original Halloween hugely. Mm. I don't know about the whole... F- I mean, I, the, Halloween is just a great piece of movie making, regardless of uh, um, being in, or in, in the, the horror franchise, uh, the, the horror world mm-hmm. or not. Uh, I love Hammer's Dracula series. I love Hammer's Frankenstein series a lot. And what, and what makes Hammer's Frankenstein movies so different is that the, the monster or the creature, as it was in, in Hammer's version, played initially by Christopher Lee, is not the focus of the movies. It's Frankenstein. It's uh, Peter Cushing, who's my, my hero amongst horror actors. He becomes um, the star. And very much Karloff's Frankenstein and uh, Bride of Frankenstein, the sequel to the original Frankenstein, remains to this day my favorite horror movie of mm. all time. Uh, False. And, and Karloff wrote the book on sympathetic monsters. That's, was, that's you know, very true. I, I, it's, it's like you fall in love with this creature, potentially. And he, he, he uh, obviously all his life received fan mail uh, about Frankenstein and he, he said he got lots of letters always from children uh, from, from unhappy, <laughs> broken and abusive homes uh. who identified with the monster because, I love that you yeah. know, of being, being um, what's, what's Marvel's line you know, in, in, thrown, in, thrown into a world he never made the line that Marvel used to use um, and that was that's how unhappy children felt you know we didn't ask to be born we weren't given this life it was you know or we didn't choose this life it was just given to us and they identified with the monster being in the same predicament that makes sense Karloff's performance is just brilliant great actor I mean I have I have a great story about my my favorite your favorite Nightmare on Elm Street I I have a giant I have a giant Freddy tattoo on my entire leg but the best part about that is I was at a convention with uh with with Horror Hub and Doug and uh, Robert England was there and I was like oh he's I'm not gonna 
this is I I'm a huge fan of Robert England. It's it's great. You know, it's and and I was I was sitting at the Horror Hub, uh, tent, the booth, and I, and Steph goes, "Hey, you want some pasta?" And I was like, "What do you what do you <laughs> what?" She was like always trying to get me to eat all weekend. She's like, "Come to the green room." I'm like, no, it's not my place. Like, I'm on the other side of this. I'm not an artist. I don't have a pass. Like. I'm living over here. She's like, just come. She's like, and then one day she's like, you want some pasta? I was like, no, I don't want, Steph, I don't want damn pasta. And she's like, yes, you do. Come to the green room. And I show up, I get to the green room, and who's sitting next to her but Robert England. And I sit down, and I have a conversation. It was me, Steph, Robert England, and Doug. And I just felt like, I was like, I've, I've played in front of tens of thousands of people. I've, we have, I have millions of, I've, I have such great pieces of my life that I can remember that I have to remember. And that was one of the best moments of my entire life is like, cause I, I had a, I had a sister. She passed away last year of cancer. Her favorite, she loved Robert England and it made me so happy. And I knew she was there with us. And, and it was, it was like, it was, it was like one of those core memories that you just like, who, what is going on in my life? And he was just talking. He just kept talking. He talks a lot. He talks a lot. He, he talks, talks a lot. lot. I was he like, I, I want to talk to him, but he does, there's, but it was it was it was a beautiful thing, to, and I just wanted to I just wanted to drop my pants and be like, I have you on my legs. Um, I didn't. Um, no, I'd good. Let's it's see it. Good. Balls, drop your pants. Let's see it. Uh, oh, I will. I don't let's care. See it. Oh, I'll show you. Balls. Let's see it. We're live okay. on Twitch. Let's uh, see it. Balls. Let's see it. Ladies and gentlemen. Nope. Uh, We're camera. The next. Jake. Nope. No. Nope. He can do it. You yeah, can do it. Go ahead. Good. Giant sucker. Wow. My junk. I gotta hide it. <laughs> hey, Brandon, Jake, can you make my, my bulge bigger in person? Okay. Brandon? Anyways, anyways, you can't say that. You cannot. <laughs> you actually, say that. cannot say that. You, can, you cannot. Say all right. That. What else we got going on? In chat? Uh, I. This one's for Doug, and then I got one for all of you. Um, right. Can I have more water? Our UK correspondent, Mark. Oh yeah. Uh, What's up, to, Mark? Wants to know what is one thing you miss about England? Nothing. Oh. There's no way. Wow. Well. I, I always used to say the thing I missed most was the BBC when I was over here for any great length of time. But nowadays, thanks to, you know, smartphones and tune-in radio, um, I get the BBC. Uh, sausages. Excuse That's me? what you miss? <laughs> <laughs> you miss sausages. Well, I... 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 I, I I get what? I get McVitie's <laughs> digestive biscuits and Branston pickle. Mark will know what I'm talking about. Anyone else? Mark, do you know what he's talking and about? Honestly, he an, will a, know what I'm talking about. A proper about. English I buy breakfast. Those, I get it. I buy so those online, answer. but good English pork sausages, I miss. This Italian sweet nonsense is no offense to Italians. Your sausages are wonderful. I love Italy. I'm offended. And, and I love all things Italian. I'm not, I'm I do. not Italian. I really do. And I've been to Italy many times and I love the place. But, but the, the, the Italian-American sweet sausage, they're, they're, they're fine. But it's not a good English banger with HP brown sauce in, in oh, a I sandwich. forget about that. You to, will understand in time. Uh, he said I bangers mean. and mash. Yeah. Bangers and mash. Hey, what is it? Is, is it a bap? Bangers is English bap or Steph's bop? Steph's a fan of bangers and mash. I got um, visiting okay. visiting a local pub to me, or used to be a local pub to me in North London that did wonderful bangers and mash. But a good Cumberland sausage, a good Lincoln sausage. Yeah, Italian America steps your game. Is, is, you is know? not coming close. I right. remember going, to, uh, going over to the UK mm. and having my first English breakfast. 
And it was a bap, a bop, bap. What is it? It was. They're like, there's this thing. I was like, what, <laughs> what? are you talking about? A bop, bop. What is that? It's a it's a white bread roll. Oh, that's mm. all it is. Uh, but no, I remember. <laughs> I, I remember having a. And I was. Just, we were actually on a uh, a ship, like we were going from one side to another. And I was like, we were in, on like some kind of what would that be called? A like when you go from when you park on it a ferry. Yeah. So we were on a ferry and we had a, pro- a proper English breakfast, like looking over the water. And I was like, "This is amazing." So what? What was in your proper English breakfast? I don't remember. I remember it being uh, should be bacon, yes, sausage, fried yes, tomatoes. Yes, I do remember uh, the tomatoes. Yeah, black pudding, ugh, uh, which is blood pudding. I, if it was there, I didn't eat it. Ah, uh, uh, baked beans. I don't like beans. How can you be a vegetarian and not like beans? Because I eat meat. Because he's full of <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, uh, I do. I, I'm, it's weird. I don't like. I don't like beans. They freak me out. Ah. Boss, you got to quit saying you're vegetarian. I'm a, a part-time vegetarian. <laughs> That's fair. When the mood takes, vegetarian. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. I so, do remember the HP sauce though. As soon as you said that, I could see the package like. Pop and up in I my used head. to I used to go down to Piper's pub on Carson Street um, because of course the other part of my answer about what I would miss about the UK would be um, the football mm. not soccer I was gonna say it it's soccer <laughs> are you a Steelers fan not uh, no that's football I'm, wow I, not that I'm not a Steelers fan I'm just not an American I'm not and I I, I, I I'm going to start a campaign to have American football rebranded as throwball. Okay. <laughs> I, I think we know which, somebody. Which is what it is. Feet have nothing the fuck to do with it. Have you ever, that, you got to kick a field other goal? Other than, the, the, uh, well, I, the guy who gets paid a million bucks a season to come on field and kick a ball twice in a game. Yeah. I'll take um, that. <laughs> uh, um, which, which is fine. That's, you know, nice work if you can get it. Uh-huh. Uh, um, I just... I love baseball. I absolutely love baseball. American football, I cannot get into. So I, I have nothing against the Steelers. Let me, let me stress. It's an American football thing. I've watched it. I've been, I've been to live games. Uh, I, maybe I picked the wrong teams. Who did I see? The St. Louis Rams in St. Louis and uh, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, before they began to well, really your suck. That's your problem. Well, yeah. that was before they began to really suck. <laughs> that's your problem. Uh, in Cleveland. Um, you know, so I get it. I know what's going on. I just, just kind of, I can't get near it. So I want it rebranded as Throwball. Well, well Jake, so don't we know we can, Roger Goodell? Yeah, we can Roger watches down. the show. Roger Goodell, so. the commissioner, watches yeah. our show. Oh, well, okay. well, now he's never well, no, watched again. Well, no, his nephew again. does, or what is it? Well, well his... His nephew's nephew's friend watches our and show. His, and his producer's yeah. producer's Friends, producer God watches. So someone watches our show in the NFL. You know, you know let, let's, we, um, uh, speaking of Pittsburgh, yeah. So, but now, now, there's, yeah. I, there's, there's wall-to-wall coverage of, of, of English football right. uh, on US TV between M- NBC and ESPN Plus and Peacock and, and the rest of it. I watch more football now that I'm in America than I did, when I did when I was back in the UK. Liverpool is my team, born and bred uh, and raised. What's Bees' team? Does anyone know what Bees' team is? Ar- Arsenal. Oh, okay. Okay. But, you know, we all have our crosses to bear. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, Shots heavy. fired at Bees. I hope okay. Bees is watching. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah I, I get it. I, I used to watch football all the time, uh, American football, throw ball. Um, and then I stopped. I just can't. 
I, I, well, so so speaking of Pittsburgh, I, you know, on the channel we do unsigned artists, right? So we'll get to that in a second. Jake, one last question. Yeah. I know there's one more, right? One more. Okay, go um, ahead. This is for all you guys uh, from Gotham Jenny. Well, I think it was Gotham Jenny. I can't remember now. Uh, your thoughts on how current horror, horror movies are compared to the older ones or even remakes. Oops. I wasn't listening. What was it? <laughs> uh, contemporary horror movies compared to uh, older horror movies and thoughts on remakes. I mean, it's so different. They're so vastly different than, you know, a... a, a and which a, do you prefer? A, I, I, well, I, I don't, I don't pref- personally prefer either. I like both. I like the iconic horror character. I love a Michael Myers, a... Uh, a Freddy Krueger, but I also love a Hellraiser. A Hellraiser. Well, Hellraiser is my favorite movie. Ever. I can't make Doug's head bigger. I can't say Hellraiser. I can't say that. Fair. Um, but no, I and then Hereditary. Um, all those those Midsommar. mind yeah, music yeah. Uh, music those mind fuck um, movies because it's a different emotion. They're two mm. so such different emotions that I appreciate both so much. Like I, there's there's no pick or prefer. I appreciate remakes. I love Rob Zombie's Halloweens versus and with the originals. Like so there, I, I appreciate both. Like what just came out recently? Scream. I saw the new Scream. I actually loved it. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, and everyone's like, no, nah, I can't I, I actually liked it because they did a lot of ode to the original. I like mm-hmm. when they do that stuff. Like when they came out with a new Halloween, they did a lot of ode to the original. I enjoy that when they do remakes. I don't like complete reboots. So that is my two cents on. on what's horror. the chat saying, Jake? They like, what's the chat like? Old movies or new movies? New uh, horror or old horror? Old, old. Okay. I feel like that's a really long question for you. Am I going next? Go ahead. Yeah, um, I, th- uh, I, th- I, th- I think horror movies have got safer. Mm. Um, I think that's a reflection of the fact that Hollywood has got is a more conservative place than it used to be. There's a, there's, a, there's a problem built into that, which is 12 certificates. Um, Clive once said, the day I make a, 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 what, a, a, do I mean 12 or is it, what's, what's the one below R, PG-13? Is that what I mean or is that a UK thing? Is there a, B, a PG? Is before PG-13? PG, yeah. Right. Um, he, he said that's the day you can take me out and shoot me. Um, but uh, they don't want you to make R-rated uh, horror movies anymore because they want they want the twelve year old girls to go to it. I, no offense, twelve year old girls. Um, yeah, but, Jake. <laughs> but balls. <laughs> so uh, I I I um I I think they've got safer. I think mm-hmm. I think some of the weird that was prevalent, especially in the nineteen eighties has kind of gone out of things. Rather, I've said to Clive, I think if you went if you if you went in to to uh, to to pitch Hellraiser now, they'd want it toned down. He was actually told uh, at at one point, I think, when there was talk of doing a, Hel- a Halloween Hellraiser crossover, to take the S and M out of it. Hmm. Take the S and M out of Hellraiser. You don't have Hellraiser. You That's don't. True. Yeah. It's built on that. Uh, it's predicated. The, the whole notion of the Cenobites, the whole notion of what's going on with the Cenobites and the desire to enter the world of the Cenobites is based on 
perverted sexuality and sadomasochistic impulses. That's what it is. Um, and I, I think, you know, as I said, I don't think Clive would have been, would have been given the directing gig. And if Clive's not directing Hellraiser, it's not the movie he is. It's not the movie that, that it is. Remakes, um, I, you know, well, I'm, I'm, I'm on record as saying that I'm, I, 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 I don't like the whole remake culture. It's not, it's not to pick apart specific remakes. Some of them have been good. Most of them, for me, have not. I mean, I, I saw the remake of The Omen, which is one of my favorite uh, horror movies, and I didn't see the point. It was like watching The Omen in a fog. It was almost the omen, but I didn't, it wasn't I didn't see really. It. I didn't see it. The, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake was a was 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 a, a dud. Yeah, it was I, trash. I wasn't keen on the Halloween remake for for a number of reasons I won't go into. But um, uh, I just think it's lazy. Lazy is yeah, it, true. They're riding on the back of other people's work, and they do it because they know they're going to get a huge opening weekend. It's a platform. Uh, when Nightmare on Elm Street remake came out it killed at the box office because everybody wanted to see it and then it fell off a cliff even if it sucked because everybody saw it and everybody said it sucks and nobody went to see it after that I I, you know again you look at you look at uh, Texas Chainsaw you look at Friday the 13th um, these these were people with an idea in their head Clive and Hellraiser, just just somebody with an idea in their head, and somebody said, "Here's a check. Go and put your idea on film. See if the people like it." Um, uh, and it seems to me that executives' job, their role, and it's it's I I I take my cue for this rather from the music world as well. You know, the Beatles are the greatest band of all time. Wonderful, and there are gi- other giants. In, in the past, the Stones and Zeppelin and Sabbath and blah, 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 blah. So let's not remake the Beatles. And in the music industry, you don't. You don't remake the Beatles. You don't remake the Stones. There's new music coming along all the time, and I'm listening to new music all the time. And that's what excites me, is suddenly finding a new band mm-hmm. that I've never heard of before. And it's for me, in the movie world, the job of executives is to find the new Toby Hooper, the new Sam Raimi, the new Clive Barker, the new Wes Craven, and say to them, here's a check. Go make your movie. See if the people like it. That's such a good way to put it because no, t- no one wants to take a chance right. on no, anything. Yes. And, mm. and you, you, social media invades this as well now, unfortunately. Two things invade it. One is merchandising. You can go back to Tim Burton's Batman, the best of the Batman movies without question for me. Um, But they wanted the movie toned down. They wanted him to take down the bleakness and darkness of his vision of Gotham because they wanted that lower rating because they wanted to tie it into the merchandise. And I think that gets in the way. But, But also... I was I was pitched to do a, a TV series a, 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 a while back. An idea it was kind of a, a paranormal slash historical uh, in, investigation of places that that I would have fronted. And I, word came back to me that they were very excited at the idea of me pre- uh, presenting the show. They were worried about my reach. 
Now, to me, the only the the the, the only thing I can make sense of in terms of reach is is being being a boxer. That's the only, <laughs> only thing. I didn't understand this idea of what my reach was. What my reach was my reach on social media, because I've never done Facebook personally, and I didn't I didn't do Twitter. We do it now on a on a on a fan basis. Mm. Um, but I never did any of that stuff, and they were concerned that because I didn't have a presence on social media, I didn't have reach. Oh, wow. And I, you know, to me that is ridiculous and pathetic. Either I'm either I'm a good choice to present a show like that, and I'm capable of doing it, or I'm not. And that's the only thing you should be worrying about. Not, Agreed. Not how many people are. are you know, take, listening take to yeah. listening to your opinion about your your English breakfast this morning on Twitter, who ca- who cares? Who fucking cares? It's fair. You know, That's I, true. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't care. Bobby, I kind of care. What mo- what what you do? What's what's your horror movie? I like the one clap. <laughs> That's only one person here. Is Alfonso? <laughs> um, nice. <laughs> I love uh, um, right now the current stuff that's going on. A twenty four films. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Hereditary. I don't know how you always say it, Midsommar. They did Lighthouse. I think what they're doing over there is incredible. Some good stuff. I, I like the first Hereditary. Uh, well, no. That's my favorite. That's, I almost go on record. I'm going to say that's my favorite movie. Well, Hereditary still shook. fell into two halves for me. The first hour of it I thought was brilliant, and I thought, wow, this is, this is something so fucking original. And no, no spoilers, but that sequence from where the, the, the teenage boy takes his daughter to the party and sends her off to get some his cake. Sister. Uh, his, his sister. sister. Yeah, yeah. The sequence from that point to where he wakes up the following morning with his mother screaming, mm-hmm. I realized at that point I breathed for the first time in yeah, about, right. that's like 15, 20 minutes it was of that. Heavy. It, was, it, was, it was amazing. And everything that was going on with, with the, the, the mother doing, doing, recreating events from life in the yeah. miniatures, I thought, this is, this is so exciting. Where are you going with this? And it was a matrilineal story. It was about grandmothers and mothers and daughters and grieving and and I and and then everything changed. I, I everything agree. the the miniatures burst into flames. So that idea that got the, picked under when, the. Camp. When she was floating through the air. Yeah. I had to sleep with the lights on for like two weeks. <laughs> after hey. I saw that. You, you that know was what? The scariest movie I've ever How seen. Old are you? I was living with Brandon actually at the time. Did I not? I was. Wow. I slept with all the lights on and <laughs> I slept on the couch. The, the, the matrilineal thing mm. went by the board and it became another patriarchal yeah. thing about this king, whatever his name was, uh, that I didn't know about and didn't care about particularly. And it seemed, seemed to me it lapsed into a kind of sub-Rosemary's baby. Mm. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. So That's I, fair. I, I loved so much about it and then it fell apart. The mid, uh, mid, Midsummer or Midsummer or whatever I how did. How do you I say Whatever the kids are saying. I say, say Midsummer. I don't know. Midsummer will do, Mids- I think. How do you say it? Midsummer. I don't believe you. Midsummer. <laughs> okay. Swedish or something. All right, right, all right. That's fair. Um, but I loved The Witch. I thought The Witch yeah. was That was 824, right? Of, yeah, that was. Yeah. I think it was 824. Brilliant piece of filmmaking. Uh, I think what drives those movies the most, you know, what our channel is about is the sounds, yep. the music. Yep. The, it, that's what, and to me, the most important thing of a film is is music and how they who the person that picks the sounds the music the bands that this is so important and i think it's that's what drives a film for me is like you know when when you we're not breathing for that that mm-hmm. f- that five minute span what 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 are the sounds that are yeah. happening is there you know is there an orchestra playing it's like is, real subtle is, shit too is, going is on the subtlety yeah, yeah, of that and yeah, yeah. you know and we we, we have 
you know, we have musicians in, in, in the crowd as well as I always wanted to score uh, a movie. I always wanted to score a horror movie. Um, it's like one of my things. I always wanted to make a horror movie. I think that's, that's one of the things on my list. But, you know, to introduce, I think more unsigned artists or artists in general need to be introduced into music, in, into movies. And I think that cross, that cross blend is super important. And I think, you know, introducing music, film, horror, there's no other. There's no other world that. that well, that dude, that's makes why. More sense. That's why I love the Twitch show. I, I keep forgetting that we're live on Twitch, also. But you know, we stream five days a week, and we're finding some of the best unsigned artists ever. You just said a minute ago, you love to find new bands, right? Yeah. Oh, should we? So, so what I want to do is play you some of. I mean, we have what was it, Jake? Like ten thousand submissions. I think we end up getting yeah. something Jeez. crazy. Dude, wow. it was like it was meant. We put bands on stage with Metallica to open up. Bands got demo deals. Uh, what what else? Bands are now played on Sirius XM. Bands, um, yeah, it's, fucking heartsick one Viragos, and then Viragos they got, got canceled. canceled. <laughs> uh, but you're here now. Um, I think it's only fair. Can we show you? So, so we curated some of Pittsburgh's best unsigned artists that we've heard mm-hmm. come through the channel, mm-hmm. uh, and then Heartsick's here from Michigan, I believe, right? Okay. So maybe kickstart off with uh, Heartsick from Michigan. Yeah. Okay. Minute and a half, Jake. What do you think? I think a minute and a half. What well, track you want to run? Well, I'll, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run Vice City. You want yeah Vice, Vice City. City? Vice yeah, City. that makes sense. Vice City. Vice City. All right, here's Heartsick with Vice City. All unsigned bands, by the way. It's crazy that you you're here from Michigan. We we wholeheartedly support your band, and I think so. If you know, we talk about movies, music crossover. I would love to, you know, Vice City. You, I would love to see a, a, a like a, a murder scene with that song in it, like just a chase, like someone's running, you're stabbing, you're it killing. It needs to be on Grand Theft Auto. Grand is what Theft, it yeah, needs to be because the video is like that, right? Yeah, it's, it's, that's it's true. Fun. It's very Sorry. like in your face kind of music, and I think that I I, I picture so much brutalness. And I just want to see people die, Alfonso. I want to see them die. We got a mic for him? No. Come over here. We got a mic. Just scream. 
So I'm a big fan. Uh, I watched your movies as a kid, and it scared the ever-living shit out of me. My mom banned cool. me from watching Just the doing movies. my job, you understand. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, fun story, I actually bought a pinhead. I love Windbreakers, and I bought it, and we opened up for a band called Ice Nine Kills, and somebody stole it from me that very day that I bought it. Fuck So it's cool to be here with you, because at least I feel like, oh, at least... I got something out of that. I stole it. Oh, well, I, I, can't, I can't give, give you back. a windbreaker back, but, but we could give him a shirt. Oh. We're gonna, we're gonna get him. We, we're gonna we, get we him do have a pinhead shirt here. Yeah. No, yeah. but yeah, it's it's really it's true what you were saying. Like we would love Josh. Like we've always wanted to make like a crazy horror movie video. We made one uh, for a song called Indigo, but it's hard to do because now even on streaming platforms, you know, like YouTube and everything else, it's like if you even put anything that has blood or some sort of horror. Don't, you get they, throttled. You you get yeah. throttled. You can't do anything with it. Which mm. which is this the is worst terrible, you know. And this this came you know? up well um, w w when we were we were doing the, the, the Twitch show. The 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 um, the censorship that is going on on Instagram at oh, the moment. Yeah, yeah, oh, it's, it's crazy. It's fucking awful. Yeah. Steph's work is. She noticed suddenly her her numbers are going down. Oh yeah. The the responses when she's putting her work up on Instagram is collapsing. Yeah. Because. They're, 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 they're fucking censoring everything horror yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Be, just because of horror content people are too sensitive meanwhile the other stuff that's out there on Instagram you know is is, is seriously bad yeah but I, I, and I can't I can't wrap my head around why it's happening and why it's being allowed to happening uh, being allowed to happen who's setting themselves up here to be the arbiters of this stuff to say you're not allowed to look at this artist's work mm. and these are you know artists in the same position as as you as a as a musician they're yeah. just people you know working in their room and putting their stuff out there on him on instagram and if the people like it the people will come and buy it but yeah. it's it's getting harder for them to to put it in front of their audience because of the censorship that's going on on instagram it's, yeah it's we're, disgraceful we're huge horror fans like every single person in my band or bass player or guitar player is here drummer we're all we all grew up with 80s horror like one of my favorite movies of all time is lost boys from the 80 which the remake was sure. terrible so but yeah it's really hard to do anything in that fashion anymore because there's that whole like well we can't market it to the 14 year old so don't get it on here so yeah but i love your movies you're awesome you guys josh bobby josh thanks, man. thanks for making it drive awesome. yeah, can we no give problem. a round of applause for heartsick yeah. real quick huh thanks for coming out good luck with the band Fantastic. Yeah, we'll send you the link. You got to check out the video. So it's, yeah, it's let's cool. dive into to, let's dive into some Pittsburgh bands. Let's, I think. All right, know, let's do you it. Know, I think maybe I can spin this. Is the is the front of house guy there yet? No. I think he's still left. on. Still he left. He's still pooping. Where the hell yeah. did he go? Um, all right, let's play. Uh, okay, here's a band that stuck out to me. Um, Reign of Z. Yeah, I wore that shirt like two days you ago. You guys remember Reign of Z? This, yeah, Reign of Z. Um, female fronted band out of Washington, PA. Incredible band. They, I think they just did a Combi Christ tour. Was Heart, Heart Sick? Were you guys on that tour? Yeah, we, we were like, supporting So you're gotcha. famous, is what you're saying. Must be nice. Must huh? be nice. Mm -hmm. huh. All right, let, let's run uh, Reign of Z. What track? All right, let's run Reign of Z. This is Ignite. Ignite. Let's go on.
unsigned band. They always have great visuals. Unsigned. I just had like a, a video in front of us. Chad, you love Reign of Z? You guys, I know you guys love Reign of Z. Reign of Z? Reign of Z out of Washington, PA. Like a like a king's reign or rain from the sky? No, like a king's reign. Yeah, R-E-I-G-N. Do you like how I just okay. I made a monitor for us? That was good. Don't say I don't do anything. That's fair. He says it all the time. That's fair. Um, let's do one more band before we get out of here. Yeah. Uh, Who do you think? Uh, 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 I, I know Pittsburgh, one that comes Pittsburgh. to mind. Right, I, wonder if it's, I wonder if you're in the same. Okay, hold on. Let me think. Starts with a G. Gator Shakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, so this is like a very, Doug, I think you'll love this band. Uh, actually, talking of, of music, I remember asking Doug what he listened to when he got, it was ready to get ready for a movie. Kate and Bush. I was expecting, yeah, I was expecting him to be like, Cradle of Filth, like, Dim You Borgia, give me something heavy. And he went, I like Kate Bush. I went, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. d- d- don't say Kate Bush. Steph will kill people. Um, um, Steph um, loves Kate Bush. Uh, she loathes, hates, and abhors Kate Bush and anybody who likes Kate Bush apart from me. I um, love Kate Bush. It, I, I'm sure I didn't say that. You s- I feel like you said that. You did not, say that. We have record of it. I'm not, I'm not a... F- did, did I? Well, you did say okay. that. Well, what did you listen to when you were getting ready? Well, uh, it would be a combination of things. Either the radio, but I'll tell you what I did say. This is where Kate Bush came on. Invariably, the radio would be on. And as a consequence, I have songs that happened to be current at the time we were making Hellraiser movies that I associate with the movies. Hellraiser 3, it's John Cougar Mellencamp's Jack and Diane. <laughs> just because it seemed to be on the radio all the time fair. when I was sitting I in the makeup chair. a little chair. ditty about Jack and Diane. There you go. Yeah. And it was. It would seem to be on, on the, the radio all the time. Um, so with, with Hellraiser, the song that seemed to be playing on Capital Radio in London uh, was actually uh, Kate Bush uh, and Peter Gabriel. Um, ah. uh, Don't give up. What a gem. Duet. It's a yeah. great song. It's yeah. a great song. I do like Kate Bush. I'm not a. I'm not a huge Kate Bush fan. I don't. I would. I don't want to give a, a, a wrong impression here. So we'd either have the radio on, so it would be whatever happened to be playing, or I would quite often put my iPod on mm. shuffle. So that's. Thousands of songs on shuffle. Yeah, I like that. So you're, you know, you, you're, you're going to hear the Beatles. You're going to hear Loretta Lynn. You, 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 you're going to hear the... Some Vivaldi. Y- you, you might well hear some Vivaldi. You'd hear Johnny Cash. Um, you'd hear um, African music. Yep. You'd be hearing Yusuf Endor and, and um, Salif Keiter and, you know... Uh, You'd be all over the map. You'd yeah. be hearing um, Muddy Waters and Lightning Hopkins and, you know. I feel like we are a very, we, uh, we play a lot of aggressive music. Not always, though. It's a 75-25. Yeah, that's that's and this next band, Gator Shakes, aggressive. I, well, aggressive. it is, and I think it's right. good timing for Gator Shakes because RIP every time I die, right? True. Yeah. Are they done? I saw yeah. something online that they're coming back. Is I that don't know. True? As of right now, they're, they're gone. Chat saying, or well, not the chat, but chat. Here humans saying, are humans, saying. Humans are saying. I, yeah, I respond to people as chat now. Yep. I'm like, chat. I live yep. in the metaverse, dude. Um, this band sounds very similar. I, well, not very similar, but they have some Every Time I Die uh, vibes to it. Yep. Uh, let's run Gator Shakes, Jake. What's the song called? Piss Boat? 
You want to play piss boat? Piss, I think piss boat. boat. Yeah. yeah. Piss boat. I think that's how. Yeah, I think that's a good way to end this. End the show. Piss boat. <laughs> this uh, is your your verdict up. on the show. <laughs> it sums it up. It's all been a great big yeah. piss boat. It's gonna be a piss casket. Proper soon. piss take. That's what you say in the UK. Piss take. Yeah. Piss take. Yeah. Yes. Well, piss piss is very different in the UK. Like here, it's huh? nothing. Being yeah. pissed. The the idea of being pissed because you're angry. In the UK, you're pissed because you drank too much beer. Got it. Um, and I, you know, I, I remember an American saying to me, "So, uh, what's what's the deal with you guys all being pissed when you when you're drunk?" What's uh, you know? I said, "Well, my experience, you know, there is a direct correlation between the amount you drink and the amount you piss. It seems to be inevitable." Fair. You know, whoever said you 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 don't buy a pint of beer, you you lease it. Um, uh, oh, good. holy shit. Uh, that's, that's, I said, wow. I, said um, that's, yeah. I said, but while we're at it, explain shit-faced to me. <laughs> literal. Uh, he said, uh, yeah, you got a good point. <laughs> oh, no, I said literal. I didn't mean it. Uh, I didn't oh. mean it. All right, well, on that note, I'm pissing all over the place tonight. Here is Gator Shakes with Pispo. <laughs> with Piss Boat. There it is. Unsigned bands. Five days cool. a week. It's not, not, not my wheelhouse. Uh, not your wheelhouse. Blow out your wheelhouse. Uh, We're going to make it your wheelhouse, Doug. Put, put Wuthering Heights on, Jake. No, no, <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I think the, the, the quality of unsigned artists is, is, is becoming neck and neck with with people that are signed, people that are, are above. I think some of these unsigned artists are a thousand, a thousand times better than things that are the, the mainstream of what's happening. And it's, 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 we wanted to be that platform that puts those people forefront. Like, we don't feature um, how does that signed. How does that step work now for unsigned bands? I mean, is, it, the, is, is the old-fashioned... A and R man still still. It's so difficult or? because they don't want someone that doesn't have a platform. Like it's, like it goes much back reach. to the reach. <laughs> the same yeah. the reach. If they don't have the reach, they get so overlooked so fast. If you don't have a, a, a TikTok hit, a Instagram hit, a something. Now does does that militate against 
metal on, or you know heavy rock as, as we're hearing there because one I'm, I'm 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 not a fan of metal and i never have been um i get kind of bored with it very quickly i'm afraid um but but the thing i've always said about it is the remarkable thing is it's it's always tended to be ignored by mainstream music media and uh, and rather like horror the thing that has always kept metal afloat is the fans mm -hmm. the fan it's base true. is yeah. amazing yeah. for it brilliant and superbly supported it's starting to cross so, over a little bit so is um, that what what makes those bands rise yeah. to the surface is is the fans well i think yeah. what dwp's doing right i mean we're on we're on dwp's channel i mean look at welcome to rockville and this channel is literally we took a band from where's white collar from orange county orange county yeah. they won a contest and now they're they got to open up for metallica you just saw them play the whiskey back home in la sold yeah. out yeah yeah like so really it's, yeah it's uh, just cool. a platform Good. like that i yeah. mean how many bands write us all the time the road to to that is us now I, I wholeheartedly it's, say it's that Twitch, honestly, we, Twitch is helping. We, we want to be the road yeah. for those bands, and I think it's important for, you know, we give faith in. in I, I take it back to like when I first started being in a band. I had to go and buy my own equipment. I had to go on online and thing. And then when you become a big band, you get these things handed to you, like, oh, I I, I was endorsed by Roland, after I didn't need. An endorsement from Roland. Right. So I think we want. Right. We, need, we right. want to. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I needed a free keyboard when I started, not when you know right. when right. I started to make right. money. So yeah. it's I want to give that to these unsigned artists. Mm -hmm. Is like how do we give you something and you don't have to pay for it? We right. don't charge a band. It's oh uh, Jake does. He Jake actually charges he, bands. Yeah. He grease if you grease yeah. uh, Jake's palms, he'll uh, he'll let you get to the top but, of the unsigned but a big, artist list. But a big thing to this is the chat and all the supporters and all the love. I mean. Yeah. They, they know what they want with the bands now, too, which is crazy. I mean, you guys are here. I mean, how many bands have you found from the show that, like, you've either bought merch from, you've seen live or added to your playlist or something, right? Like, it's, it's fucking crazy. Because so, there's no one out there doing it. Everything's pay-to-play. Like, even yeah. with Blackcraft, when I go to market stuff, it's pay-to-play, you know? So yeah. with, it, with this, it's super organic. Um, Shout-out Twitch, shout-out DWP, and, uh, yeah. This we don't is, want uh, your money. We want your art, you know? There, that's yep. there. You go, balls. That's yep. good. Hey, so, write that down. Um, speaking of music, real quick, tonight we have an after party at the Smiling Moose. We will be there. We will be there. Uh, I'll be DJing. Josh Balls will be DJing. We got Josh back there DJing. It's gonna be a wild night. It's basically sold out. Yeah. Well, you know, we released more tickets at the door, so I wanted, it, it, you know, because people that were showing Who's up. Who's coming here. tonight? Is anybody, anybody coming tonight? Okay. Hey, if you're not coming okay. tonight. You're full. Um, I agree. But I think there is tickets at. I think Dusty has tickets. If you guys want to, it's from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. It'll be fun. Um, and Smiley also at Smiling Moose. But also, thank you guys for uh, being a part of our first live. Can we podcast. get a round of applause for everyone? And we got And I got to shout out uh, Ashley over at Black Forge. Ashley, thank you so much. All your amazing team here for uh, making this happen. This is. Uh, this was the first one. It's Blackcraft's 10 year anniversary this year. Uh, I got to say, thank you for always supporting me from day one. It, it meant a lot. Oh, I'll, I'll never forget, the, I'll never forget the day that I went on. Uh, actually, I didn't even go on Facebook. Someone texted me. They're like, Pinhead's wearing your shirt. I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> and I remember getting the photo. And, and it's kind of like what you were saying earlier, where you never really feel like you made it. Yeah. And that was a moment where I was like, fuck, I'm doing something really cool. So. Well, it was, it was Steph who, who found you first. That's awesome. And I, came, I came to Blackcraft through Steph. That's who so cool. found you. I mean, thank I, you, Steph. I, <laughs> I remember having that moment. Uh, the, the Sunday Times, like a big, serious newspaper in London, uh, had a had a big, major interview with Alice. Oh yeah. 
and he's wearing a fucking pinhead shirt. That's so sick. And I, I was, oh my god! Yep. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's a cool moment, right? So, so I, here's, I appreciate everything. here's, here's to many more. To many more. Sure. So thank you for everyone okay. showing up. Chat, thank, thank you, you guys. for rocking with us early today. And uh, we'll see you guys tonight. For those of you Thanks, watching folks. Twitch, don't forget New Music Saturday coming up in a couple hours. Uh, guys, thank you so much, and we'll see you at Noir Nights. See you there.